Hi, I'm Chris Lamont, New South Wales Small Business Commissioner. Welcome to Talking Business. My next guest is a friend and former colleague who is also the Chief of Staff of Mums & Co, Sarah Nelson. Sarah will shine a light on the experience of mothers who run a small business and outline what can be done to make it easier for them and generally how to start and grow a business. Welcome to Talking Business, Sarah. So let's start with with why and how Mums & Co started. Thank you, Chris. It's Look, it's tough. It's really tough to succeed at starting, scaling and staying in business. One of the reasons is that it, it's isolating on, on three levels. So isolating by company structure. Typically, our mothers are sole traders. And so it can be pretty lonely when you're that small and, and in that micro business startup phase. Uh, Secondly, isolating by, by your life stage and, and motherhood for all the joys can, can be a bit of a, uh, an isolating um, new experience, especially in those early years. And thirdly, Australian business owning mothers are, are very much uh, part of the Australian population and, and about 33% of our mothers live in rural and regional areas. And so there can be that layer of, of geographic isolation as well. Adding to that, it's the daily challenge to what we call harmonise your ambition, which is your, you know, your career and your business drive, your livelihood, which is your your financial obligations and and family routine, and your well-being, that sense of self. And as you and all of your listeners will know intimately, small business is not set and forget. There's rarely, if ever, an off switch. And so it really is that that daily challenge. It's always all on. And it's risky. It's risky when venturing and raising a family at the same time. Like think of your, your capital and cash flow. You're, you're really trying to prioritise quite um, at times conflicting or, or different issues and, and different priorities. So for those reasons, but, but also some systemic ones, that there are aspects of business which don't particularly suit business owning mothers very well. For example, networking, networking hosted after hours, which is at exactly the same time that you might want to be putting dinner on the table or, you know, catching up with your family or, or your friends day. So, so that's the why. Um, in terms of the how, Mums & Co was co-founded by Carrie Kwan, a digital entrepreneur in 2016 with the support of IAG. So we've got that startup agility and, and deep sense of, of purpose um, with some corporate support. Oh, that's excellent. I think I read a stat from you earlier this week, 345,000 business-owning mothers across the country. I think that was the stat and the number. What's different about them to, I don't know, a, a, a usual business, assuming we can define any small business as usual. Yeah, I, I agree with that clarification there. So three three buckets. It's it's the difficulty in starting, which to your point is probably shared with any small business owner starting. But we, we've done some research and we've seen that only 27% have owned or co-owned, sorry, 27% of, of business owning mothers have co-owned or owned a business before and so that's that's a new journey for them and 52 percent 
start their business in a completely new field. So their skills and their professional expertise and competence will be familiar and fabulous. However, they're in an entirely new industry or sector. So that's a challenge. And then there's the time. (laughs) Uh, Business owning mothers typically have 1.9 children. I still don't understand why it's not whole, but it's 1.9 according to the ABS. Um, And they're living at home. And so sometimes these mothers have only got about, you know, four hours a day by the time you've you've done drop off and pick up. Um, And probably a shared challenge with any small business owner is that because it's just you, you tend to work in the business and not on the business. And so there's that that time resourcing challenge, and then um, marketing. So, but I, I think that's probably shared. But but marketing is also a key challenge, which we relate to one of the emotional challenges that um, we we hear and we want to support our, our business owning mothers through that uh, of confidence of having having the confidence to describe your business and clearly articulate it so that someone else can describe it for you and you get that word of mouth effect and also the confidence to 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 be in your own business. Often we hear women say, oh, it's just a side hustle. It's just an idea. If you're putting your capital and your time and your passions and your network into it, that's a business. One of the things I've been concerned about during COVID and in now um, Young people, and I describe young people uh, in a broader sense than what I probably would have 10 years ago, but say under 35 might be looking at all the headlines and saying, why would I even go into business? It all it all looks too hard. What do you think are the, are the three issues that might be holding back, particularly working mothers or business-owning mothers or aspiring business-owning mothers to starting their, their first business? Mm. And I can relate to the the young people. So the the average uh, age of a, a first time mother in Australia is around twenty seven, and it's thirty two percent of women start their business while on maternity leave. So if you're twenty seven, you get it going. If not on your first or your second, you're definitely in that sort of thirty five age bracket. What we're hearing um, is. Actually, good advice is an, is essential. It's it's all of those analogies that you've heard before that you cannot pour from an empty cup, and you've got to put your oxygen mask on first. Mindset now is absolutely essential. Go into small business with your eyes wide open. Go into small business with a really supportive and cluey personal advisory board community of professional and emotional and child rearing support around you because it is you know women in particular have have always universally not just inflation and labor supply and other headlines but we're always a time poor price sensitive customer and so and opening a new a small business you wouldn't you you wouldn't be unprepared for uncertainty because it's that's that's the constant and and it's a parallel between small business and motherhood so so our, our, our that's sort of three issues that, that I've, I've touched on if if there's one you can absolutely 
transfer your skills between business and motherhood in the way that you can apply an entrepreneurial mindset to unpacking the dishwasher. And it's really that focus on done is better than perfect. Just get it done, <laughs> take the step, but have the community of support around you. I think that's wise words on on any profession. Yeah, getting it done is important. Um, we're hearing a lot about cost of living, um, rising interest rates, labour shortages, supply challenges. How are your members responding to to those really really critical issues for business? Yeah, it's that it's that perspective and the mindset shift. It's that investment in yourself. I think the the digital um, transformation that that COVID has enacted for most businesses. I think most it's fair to say most businesses now are a technology business, and so it's the focus that you have in being a data-led, evidence-based business. You cannot afford, especially now with cost of living and, and other sorts of issues, and especially for the experience of a business-owning mother where you, you're, you're juggling, you're prioritising, am I spending the money on my groceries or am I spending the money on automating a process on my business? It really is that constant tension. So you need to have that focus and the results to guide your decisions. Hmm. I hear often from from small business owners who've been inspired to get into business by a family member or a colleague or just someone they've read about. Has there been a business owner that's really inspired you recently? I absolutely love this question, Chris, and you're probably not going to like my answer, but it's it's truly impossible for me to say. And one of the reasons it's so impossible for me to answer that is because of your reports that in New South Wales, small business owners, and correct me if I've misread it, but I, I think I read that small business owners account for 98% of New South Wales businesses. Did I, is that correct? That's right. That's right. Yep, absolutely right. So this is, this is that's how impressed I am. And I am married to a founder. I've worked in support of small business since at least 2016. I myself am a micro business owner. And the, the sheer scale and broad spectrum of impact that small businesses have on every level is just absolutely incredible and, and therefore impossible to say my favourite because I think that collective impact is just so inspirational. Um, there's, a, there's a recent report commissioned by IAG by SGS Economics and Planning and they reported that there are 4.7 million people employed by small business in Australia and that's generating $418 billion to our GDP. So picking one, <laughs> picking one that you know of that ninety-eight percent, or one of that you know employing those four point seven million people is is pretty much impossible. Impossible. I wanted to answer your question though, and so I I am inspired by founders and owners talking about business at the dinner table. I am inspired by business owners living with a disability, which is twelve percent of business owning women are running their business with a disability. I am blown away inspired when we chat with regional women who before 7am they have driven a harvester, planned their, um, you know, their, their kids' day, dropped them off to school, done some work for their full-time salaried job, 
books dinner at the local pub for that community impact like just the 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 multiple roles that um that small business owning women play is inspirational and and of course um the seven percent of business owning women who are uh parenting uh solo again just just um that that constant effort and focus is is absolutely inspirational i'm really glad you mentioned regional um you know, as I record this with with you today, we're in Sydney. Um, I think it's sometimes easy for people in metro centres to forget the additional challenges that small business in regional areas have. And you know, we talk about digitisation, and that's great. And there's some wonderful things that have come from digitisation. But if I'm in Broken Hill and I've got intermittent uh, internet service, like that's another challenge on top of everything else of being remote, et cetera. So I'm really glad you mentioned the regional space there because I think that's something that we'll try and address in Small Business Month in November to really, uh, as the theme for this Small Business Month is connect for success, do more for regions uh, and particularly business-owning mothers in regions um, who might be having a go for the first time or or might be justifiably a little bit exhausted with everything that's happened over the last two and a half years. I want to talk about the future of Mums & Co. Where, where do you see this, this going? Um, and I guess what are your personal goals within Mums & Co.? Well, we're, we're a startup, and so I'll use the, the now, next and later framework, which, which we hear in, in startup uh, parlance, throw it around. And, and so now we're focused on Be Empowered. It's our fourth annual conference for business-owning mothers happening on the 13th of October, and we have an inspirational lineup of speakers, um, business-owning women and mothers themselves. And so warmly invite all, all listening, regardless of where you live, to join us on the day on 13th of October, um, in person in Sydney and online in Broken Hill and across the country, wherever you may be. And then next, over the 12 to 24 months, we have... I call it a curriculum. We have got a curriculum of upskilling and networking events, which you can book on the Mums & Co digital platform that features 24 events, 12 experts, and asks every one of our members to create their personalised action plan about the next steps that they need to focus on in, in starting or scaling their business. And, and then we're also, so some of the research that I've sprinkled, the stats that I've sprinkled throughout our conversation, Chris, um, we're really looking forward to commissioning another study next year to, to really understand and, again, have that evidence-based and database um, uh, foundation to continuing to provide the support for business-owning mothers. Um, but, but most of all, Women are creating more businesses than men at the moment. And so we just, you know, later we just, we really want to see that that success and success on your own terms, each and every members and business owning mothers' own terms, because we just, you know, going back to that collective impact of small business, women are role modelling entrepreneurship for their families. They're contributing to their, you know, their wealth and their economic security that many businesses are born global, so it is just the most fabulous positioning for Australia, having these innovative and creative businesses coming from, from our, our cities and, and, and regions across Australia. 
And it's just a really exciting time. So very ambitious to advocate for that in any way we can. Sarah, congratulations on what you're doing and and thanks for your time today. I I look forward to checking in a little bit sooner than than, uh, what we have over the last uh, 10 or so years. But congratulations on a truly great and inspiring initiative. Thank you so much and looking forward to being part of Small Business Month in November. And thank you so much for for having me and and having all the stories and, and all the support that we really love sharing for business owning mothers. Absolute pleasure. I'm Chris Lamont. Thanks for listening. We'll return soon with another episode of Talking Business.